Hello, Internet. Hi, Internet. Hey, Derek. Ask hey. me who I am. Uh, uh, what? I'm the three-eyed raven. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, we'll get the pleasantries out of the way first. Welcome to Outrage Factory. This is episode 89. I am Derek Bolin. I'm the three-eyed raven. <laughs> the three-eyed raven here is Dale DeRuiter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to anyone who has not yet seen the finale of Game of Thrones, you probably... Don't go on the internet. You probably don't care about Game of Thrones, or if you do care about Game of Thrones and you've inexplicably waited uh, two days by the time I finally get this uploaded, probably possibly three days. Maybe a week again? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? I like to keep it topical. Uh, stop listening now. We're going to spoil a whole bunch of shit. We're going to lead off talking about the Game of Thrones finale. We're not normally a pop culture specific podcast, but this is one of those like cultural zeitgeist moments where like yeah it crossed over because everybody on the internet is outraged about the last episode of game of thrones and the last season and maybe even the last three seasons when those two guys took over because george rr R. martin just stopped writing books because he had writer's blog well yeah so what happened was the the tv show eventually outpaced the books and then the the showrunners and whatever the, the writers they had for the show were just like well guess we're winging it now fuck the source material we're gonna like go off script and ma- make our own thing yeah. uh so finale aired last night it was whatever it was a series finale it, it like fine. I'm just happy that it fucking wrapped up all the loose ends, tied everything together, showed some characters you don't care about and ones you haven't seen in a while. You know, I was uh, I was pretty like ambivalent about the whole thing. I was like, whatever, this is fine. Until that yeah. last montage that showed, uh, uh, it Aria? was it was like the 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 cuts of uh, Arya. Uh, Sansa and Jon Snow like spliced together where they were all like walking through their own yeah. path and I was like you know I, I got a little little teary eyed I was like that's fucking dope they were like it was fine. teaser trailers it was for their own their spin-off, own spin-off series, yeah. which they were probably like hey people might like this so we'll make these little things that we could just pull out as teaser trailers and then later on when we make uh, like the Stark siblings three separate like second series or whatever like split off of Game of Thrones and have just those three characters. Well, I mean HBO right now has got to be fucking sweating cuz this thing has been like a license to print money for them yeah. for the long like think of everyone you know who has an HBO Go or a Crave subscription. They do it exclusively so that they could watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um and now I think HBO is kind of like HBO has a ton of like really fucking good shows. Uh, oh, speaking of, did you see the the teaser trailer for Westworld? No, the, the new I didn't. season. Oh, fucking damn! Hey, if you like Game of Thrones, go watch a show that has absolutely nothing to do with Game of Thrones. Watch Westworld. It's they're two seasons deep. Season three is dropping this year. Uh, one of the best shows on TV right now. And it has just as much talking and high drama as Game of Thrones. But no incest. No incest. So you don't even have to feel guilty. I was going to say no titties. There might be titties. There's definitely no dragons. There's robot titties. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. Well, first season had some titties. Season three might have dragons because uh, did they tease... uh, Would that be a spoiler to say they teased Samurai World? But they teased that in season one. No, Samurai World was in season two. 
Yeah. Season oh, yeah, three yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, the robots have now ventured out into the they've escaped the park oh, and they're the now world? in the real dude watch 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 the oh, teaser i wish they did like the old movies and did future world because for watch the teaser oh shit because it really well i don't know i watched like the the teaser trailer is like a minute and a half long and yeah. for the first minute and a half i think it's uh what's his name jesse pinkman from breaking bad nice. uh and for the first minute and a half, I was like, this show looks fucking dope. Whatever this is, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And then they have one scene at the end where you're just like, whoa. And then it shows the Westworld thing. And you're like, whoa. Oh, uh, nice. Okay. So uh, back to Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, so the person who ended up winning the eight season long game of Thrones and ultimately became king was... The three-eyed dragon. The weirdest fucking character on the show, giving hope to millions of scrawny white guys with Asperger's everywhere. Uh, Bran, whose just, name is even bland. I'm glad they got rid of his... Two things. One, I'm glad they got rid of his stupid Beatles cut that he had, like, for two seasons when he was off, like, being dragged around north of the wall. And two... Did you find it completely hilarious that Sansa was like, yeah, his dick doesn't work? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He can't be king because his dick don't work. Yeah, his dick's broken. And Bran's just like. (laughs) But the whole thing is the whole thing. For those of you who are listening to this, Dale just did a perfect, perfect Bran face. (laughs) (laughs) The the annoying thing was they're like, hey, Bran. And he's like, I'm not Bran anymore. I'm the three-eyed raven. I see the past, the future, and everything. And it's like, okay. And then he's like, I'm pretty sure before he said he didn't want to do anything to do with, like, the House of Stark or anything, didn't he? Because he was the Three-Eyed Raven? Well, yeah, he was like, he kind of was like, yeah, I don't want to do anything whatever related to the matters of men because he's like this supernatural being that can see the past, present, and future. Yeah. Uh... I might be, um, I might be paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. Are you paraphrasing? So Bran won the Game of Thrones. Uh, Jon Snow killed uh, the Mad Queen. The Mad Queen. Little uh, foreshadowing with Jamie Lannister, how he like. Because Jamie Lannister killed the Mad King, which was Daenerys' father. And then I liked the parallel how they had, like, Jon Snow. And it kind of, like, was all like, see, maybe Jamie wasn't that bad. And then you're like, oh, shit, is Jon going to go hump his sister now? Because he already humped his aunt. Uh, well, to, in his defense, he humped his aunt before he knew yeah, it was his true. aunt. I was annoyed because the whole, like, last two seasons, I was like... John should be king. And he's like, I don't want to be king. And then he's like, John should be king. And everybody's like, John, you should be king. He's like, I don't want it. Like, fucking cure, like, fire up your cure CDs because he's like full on emo. He's like, I don't want it. And then he kills her. And then he's gone. And it's like, oh, fuck, they're totally going to make John. And I was like, oh, no, wait, he didn't want it at all. And then you're like. He probably would have. But what they ended up deciding on for his punishment was to send him Back to the fucking Night's Watch where he spent uh, the majority of the first seven seasons. Um, Part of it, though, was like, why? Like, the Night King's dead. All the whites are dead. Why why do you need a Night's Watch anymore? Well, the Night's Watch was first implemented to save them from the wildlings because they didn't know about the zombie people. 
and he's friends with the wildlings and the wildlings helped save all of Westeros. So yeah, they don't need a West watch anymore because they're allies. Yeah. So that, was, that part was a little confusing. Yeah. Uh, Arya also got like nothing that she wants. She wanted to kill uh, Cersei. Cersei. That didn't happen. She probably wanted to kill Daenerys after all that. That yeah. didn't happen. She didn't get to kill anyone. Uh, so she just like fucked off on a pirate ship somewhere to go exploring. To go see what's west of the maps. Cool. Go see the edge of the world. Edge of the world. Because Fla- Game of Thrones <laughs> takes place on a flat earth. It might. I also like how sad this, like fucking how they're like, oh, we're all the seven kingdoms are together. We need one king. And then we're like, OK, we have to pick a king. And then they're like, oh, we'll have Bran as a king. And then when it gets to her, she's like, yeah, we're not going to be part of your kingdom. And then everybody else is like, then why the fuck are we here? Why don't we all stay separate? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird that they didn't. I mean, I get that they had to work that in for Sansa's like character arc or whatever. But she was like, yeah, Northern Independence. But they were like. The leaders of all the houses yeah. there. Why weren't they just like, okay, yeah, we're just going to like, instead of having one big territory and then just the north gets to fuck off by itself. Yeah. Why don't we all just kind of like splinter and go our own separate ways? I don't know. Yeah. It, it was, was fine. It was pretty hodgepodge and it was like, it seems like they hit all the major arcs. Like they got rid of uh, Cersei and Jamie, and they had to like get rid of... Uh, the Greyjoy was it the Greyjoy the one who killed the first dragon and then was like boinking Cersei was that their yeah. last name yeah they got rid of him and then they're like you're on you're yeah. on Grey, and then Greyjoy they're like, now what do we do yeah I mean all all the villains yeah died yeah even the person who everyone was aggressively rooting for up until the second to last episode when she went batshit crazy yeah uh and then, like, just, like, suddenly became a villain. Yeah. And was a villain for, like, one episode and then got murdered in this episode. It was a bit ham-fisted. Yeah, whatever. So the problem with this is that they announced, what was it, like, three seasons ago that uh, Game of Thrones was only going to run for eight seasons. Yeah. And the last two seasons were going to have 13 episodes total divided between them. Mm-hmm. And at that point, they were like... Oh, fuck. We got a lot of story to wrap up. And like yeah. this, this uh, like we spent. What was it? Five or six years up until that point, like developing yeah. the story at a very like slow, slow pace because there were so many characters involved and they had to like keep developing and they had to keep introducing them and then killing them off. And you're like, why the fuck did you even introduce this guy just to kill him off like three episodes later and then Dale forgot everybody's names and it was super confusing. Yeah, and none of the names are easy to remember. Yeah. Because they're all just fucking made up syllables mashed together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Whatever. Yeah. But it will uh, it will go down in history as a finale to a TV show that people really liked. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I'm pretty lukewarm on it. Like, I had given up on Game of Thrones... Uh, about halfway through season six, kind of right after that aired, I was like, this is too much talking. This is way too slow. I can't handle this. And then like, I think two weeks ago I got back into it. Cause someone's like someone, I was like, there wasn't enough action. I was getting bored. They're like, no, 
right where you left off is right before all the action started. I was like, oh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, there's a, the dragons come out and then they go west and then they fight the army of the dead. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Another thing, another problem I had was like for the last couple seasons, they've been building up the army of the dead and the white walkers. And they're like, this is the biggest problem anybody's ever seen. This will crush the world. And then there just, was one battle. They just kind of beat them. And you're like, oh, is that the end of the series? And they're like, no, there's two more episodes. And you're like, wait, what the fuck are they going to do now? And well, you knew they had to do that. They had to bring the Daenerys versus uh, Cersei thing to yeah. close. And then, yeah, they had to figure out who was actually going to be king now. that, But the yeah, the, the White Walkers went down a lot easier than I expected. Yeah, well, it's like they were super hard, and then Arya kills the guy, and it's over. And you're like, oh, I guess Arya's going to kill the king of the White Walkers. And then once that guy was dead, all the White Walkers died, and you're like, really? They've been, like, hundreds of years building up to this? Which also seems like a really fucking big Achilles heel to have. Like, if you can kill the leader of an army and yeah. everyone else just dies. Like I would leave the leader of the army, like fucking hundreds of miles away where nobody could ever touch him. Yeah. Or and like that, put like, him in a titanium shell. Yeah. And Bran was like, Oh, he's coming after me. And it's like, why he has like, how many like generals did he have? He's like on the three eyed Raven. Why is he coming after you? <laughs> He's always wanted to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, 860,000 dumb fucking idiots uh, took to the, uh, as we all know, the most effective way to enact change in this world is to sign an online petition. Mm-hmm. So, 860,000 people signed an online petition demanding that the Game of Thrones... Final season be rewritten and no, reshot. That many people signed. Eight hundred sixty thousand people signed it. Uh, a petition that the last season of Game of Thrones be rewritten and reshot with a story that they liked. Oh, and then Man. I saw another article that the writers of Game of Thrones started a petition saying, "If you don't like it, write your own fucking show." Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that was. I think that might be a joke. One. Yeah, nobody signed that one. Um, yeah, that's an excellent point, Dale. Because shut the fuck up, you morons. No one's yeah. going to rewrite a show. So, online petitions are fucking useless. Although, although I know what you're going to say. Although I know what you're going to say. They did cause Sonic the Hedgehog. The no, Regan, they're going to redesign the Hedgehog a bit because everybody flipped out and hated Sonic's design so much that the studio was like, all right, we'll change him to look more like the classic character. Because the big thing was he had these weird, like, yeah, he looks fucking guys. weird. But then the new trailer, which was on Detective Pikachu, I saw. One scene they had, he had the big classic Sonic eyes, and then it kind of went back to the other one. So I think they're re. I don't know that that was an online petition. I will say that that Sonic the Hedgehog looks. Have you ever come across uh, like uh, pictures uh, of people sexualizing Sonic the Hedgehog online? Like yes, pictures that they draw themselves of like Sonic with the big 
But S- speedy blue boner. Yeah. A big butt. What? Yeah, like where he's like sticking his butt out about to run. Yeah. Okay. So no, I'm talking about one. like the the dick one or the ones where like the hedgehogs are fucking. What was his little hedgehog buddy called? Tails. Tails was a fox. Sure. And What's then there's the, the girl red, one. The redheaded thing. Or Knuckles. The, yeah. Was Sonic and he's Knuckles in, enchilada? Enchilada? What? Did, I don't know. That's what he is though. Okay. Yeah. But there's there's drawings out there of these animals. Yeah. Having sex. With each other, but yeah. that's what this Sonic looked like. Like the, oh, someone designed yeah. him based off like one of those like yeah, like fan art. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I thought you were going to say that uh, an online petition brought Brooklyn Nine Nine back because that is the one time it's actually been effective. Yeah, it's like if you tell people you want something bad enough, they're like, "Oh, I can make money off this. I will do that." Like. They're not going to be like, well, these fans are pretty upset. They're like, with Sonic, they're like, fuck, people might not go see this. Video game movies are always a fucking bomb. Like, I can't think of one video game movie that was super successful, except for probably Detective Pikachu, of course, which was based on the video game Detective Pikachu. But before that, like Super Mario Brothers tanked. Um, What was it? Uh, Fuck who Double played, Dragon. Who played uh, Super Mario Brothers? Uh, what's his name? The fucking Dennis Hopper played. No, it wasn't Dennis Hopper. It was the guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No, Bob Hoskins yeah. was Mario. Dennis yeah. Hopper was the fucking villain. Oh, uh, it's been so long since I saw it. John Leguizamo was Luigi. And, and he, Dennis Hopper actually went on record being like, I'm so ashamed that like this is the worst movie I ever did. <laughs> I 100% did it because I needed the paycheck. Yeah, um, even worse than Space Truckers. Oh, quite quite possibly. Space Truckers is probably worse than Super Mario Brothers. But I imagine Dennis Hopper said that before Space Truckers came out. Like, because Space Truckers came out probably 10 years ago. How yep. old is Super Mario Brothers? President Koopa. 1993, baby. Holy fuck, that's 26 years old? Yeah, allegedly. Mm. Um, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Online petitions are fucking stupid. Did we cover that already? Mm-hmm. Uh, you were right in that, like, it worked with Sonic the Hedgehog, so I yeah. can make money. It worked, worked with Brooklyn Nine-Nine because a studio exec was like, oh, we stand to make money if we if we air this TV yeah. show. It will not work for Game of Thrones where they're like, oh, reshooting every episode. When at every episode costs $10 million to make. Yeah. We're going to spend $80 million so that a bunch of shitty little crybabies on the internet get the story they wanted. And they probably wouldn't like it anyway. Yeah. One thing I do have to praise fucking Game of Thrones for is they didn't do the stupid Breaking Bad ending where they're like, is he dead? We don't know. He's probably dead, but he could be alive. Like everybody... Who you thought was dead in Game of Thrones is fucking dead. Yeah. Like they show their bodies covered in bricks and then. You know they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then like the dragon took Daenerys away. And I guess there's that's the one thing, but she's pretty dead. She's definitely dead. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Also, how the dragon melted the throne. Melted the fuck out of it. Yeah. Dragons. Smarter, yeah. smarter than we give them credit for. Do you think the dragon should have killed Jon Snow? No. 
I think the dragon would have killed Jon Snow. He if, couldn't have. Why? Because Jon Snow's a Targaryen, oh, so he's immune to fire. Fuck. They wouldn't have, it wouldn't have touched him. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. They should have showed that. They should have. And maybe they shot that initially, and then they were like, no, we don't want people to think that the dragon and Jon Snow aren't buds. So yeah, and then we could have found Jon Snow's dork again. Did they show it through the movie or through the series? I they, feel like they must have. They showed his dimply butt when he was hooking up with Daenerys. I know that for a fact. I don't know. How many hogs did they show on that whole did series? Did they show Kit Harrington's dick? Kit Harrington's. In game. His name Earth. makes it sound like he has a small Johnson. Like, do you think someone named Kit has a huge hog? I don't. Did you find anything? Huh. All right. Jon Snow's penis size was that way for a reason. Okay. What way? Oh, there was. What way? I don't know. Oh, didn't the wildling chick say something about his penis size? Oh, they had a crack about it. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Kit Harrington has a tiny dick. You heard it here first. But at least it works. Unlike Bran, who's now the king with a non-working dick. Jon Snow. Has a tiny penis. Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. I'm suspect he has a smaller one because his name is Kit. And I just don't really feel comfortable living in a world where someone named Kit has a giant penis. So fun fact. So I I uh, dated this girl for you remember Teresa? Yeah. Okay, so I dated Teresa for a bit. Yeah. And uh, she had a huge dick. And she monster. <laughs> huge. And we called it Kit Harrington. <laughs> um, and uh, she broke up with me and started dating this other dude. And right around that time, her and this other dude, because the other dude worked in film, yeah, uh, started like hanging out with Kit Harrington all the time because yeah. they were working on a film together. And apparently, they like broke down. And I spent probably the first four or five seasons, even though Jon Snow was a hero on the show, yeah. just being like, I hate that fucker, and I want his character to die. As like. Well, he's kind of a puss the first, the beginning of the show, too. Yeah, yeah, but you could also tell you were like, oh, this guy's going to have, like, the hero's arc, right? Yeah. Like, that was, and you knew he was going to be, like, the star of the fucking show. And yeah. I was like, fuck that guy, because my shitty ex-girlfriend spent time with him. Yeah. Were you like, was he like, oh, I'm a bastard? And you're like, you are a bastard. <laughs> you are a fucking bastard. Go to the Night's Watch. <laughs> you're never having sex again, Jon Snow. Fuck you. <laughs> Hanging out with my ex-girlfriend. You piece of shit. <laughs> and then he starts, like, leading the Night Watch. And you're like, no! no. This is going the opposite way. This guy hangs out with people's ex-girlfriends. You don't want him to lead the Night's Watch. And then the first time the wildlings show up with the giant, you're like, that, the giant's going to get him. They got him. Nobody lives a giant attack. And then he, like, makes friends with the wildlings. And, when they t- and you're like, this is, this is all so bad. Nothing happens to this guy. And then when he finally got murdered, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Fucking and then they him. fucking bring him back. Oh, back to life. This must have been emotional. It was, there were, there were a lot of ups and downs. Anyway, I'm glad to see he finally got <laughs> fucked off to the Night's Watch to end the series. And uh, he's going to rot away in the north. No, he's not showing his face around here anymore. Did he go he's not north showing his with face. the wildlings? And well, yeah, he did because they showed him wandering. Yeah, but... Is he going to go back to the Night's Watch or is he just going to go fuck around with his friend, the wildling guy, whose name I don't remember? Tor- Tormund. 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 I was pretty upset he didn't get a hook with Brienne. Yeah. 
That was a boner killer for sure. Yeah. That was the, that, I think that was the only, like, major unresolved thing that, like, people really wanted to happen that didn't happen. I think, yeah. Because it's like when J- Jamie was, like, humping Brienne, you're like, don't do it. That's been in his sister. That's gross. And then she did it anyway and fell in love with him. It kind of ruined Brienne for me. Yeah. She was a very strong, likable character up until that yeah. major lapse of judgment. Exactly. Which... Goes to show you, women, don't fuck anyone Dale and I don't like. Yeah. Or we just won't like you anymore. And also, dudes, save a girl from a bear and she will love you for, what was it, five years and then eventually have when sex with that? you. was that, season two, season three? It was very early on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so save girls from bears. Good advice there. Speaking of online petitions... Oh, nice uh, segue, bro. Another useless fucking piece of digital trash is circulating on the internet uh, because uh, this week they announced the next casting choice for uh, the venerable role of Batman. Which I'm super pumped for because we get to deal with this outrage and whining for two years before this we see anything. The movie ever sees movie. the light of day. Like, the movie's not even written yet, I don't think. I think they're in pre-production on everything, and they've pretty much just said that. Do you want? Do you want to do the big reveal? Go for it. Go for it. James Pattinson is going to be the next Batman. No, you fucked that up. James Pattinson is the guy who writes fucking. Doesn't he write like crime novels or something? Oh, yeah. James Pattinson is a fucking old ass novelist. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) So it's it's worse than that. It's Robert Pattinson. There we go. And all I want to know is... Dark Batman. They're all dark, supposedly. Uh, No, a lot of them were very cartoony. Yeah, that was in the 90s when you couldn't do dark stuff because people were still... In the 90s, people were still recovering from the satanic panic when they thought people were murdering babies in the name of Satan. So they couldn't actually make anything that was dark and everything had to be cartoony. That's why Tim Burton, who was like the darkest person to make movies in the 90s... How you watch those now, and they're all stupid and cartoony. Oh, hey, there's that uh, Joker movie coming out. Yeah. Is there a Batman in that movie, or is that movie just about the Joker? I think it's a standalone Joker movie akin to the standalone Venom movie. All right. That didn't have Batman. And that movie's based in the 70s, too. And, I don't know, it just looks... It looks dry, dry, dry. It looks like... Wait, Venom... Wouldn't have had Batman. I would have had Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's not what I meant. Nerd. Anyways, I got a hot take for you. I think even if I didn't like Robert Pattinson as Batman, he's still going to be about the third worst Batman. Who do we have? Uh, let's Dan- go back. Michael Keaton. Oh, wait. We got to go back. Do we care about the old ones? Ben Affleck. Oh, like Adam West? No, yeah, fucking no, okay. Adam. Let's go with modern movies. So we start with Michael Keaton. Yeah. He does two movies. Or did two. he do three? Two. We go to Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Who did two, two movies. And then we go to George Clooney, who also did two. Uh, Clooney did one, I Because he did... I think he did... Didn't he do Batman Forever and Batman and Robin? Oh, no. No, he Val just Val Kilmer did. was Batman Forever. Yeah, he just did Batman and Robin. Okay, so after Clooney, they did a reboot of the series, and they got... Christian Bale. Christian Bale. And then they had Ben Affleck, 
and now they have Robert Pattinson. So with me, when I'm reading my Batmans, I always like to go do it at a two-part two scale where there's a good Batman and a good Bruce Wayne. Like, for instance, you have Val Kilmer, who is a very good Bruce Wayne, but not the best Batman. Whereas you have... Fuck, why do I forget his name? The guy who did it right before... Christian Bale. Terrible Bruce Wayne. Mediocre Batman. Terrible Batman voice. But other than that, he was all right. I, I like... See, and this was my... T- I was like, Robert Pattinson is going to be a fucking bomb-ass Bruce Wayne. Yeah. If this was just the Bruce Wayne movie... Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. The Batman thing, I think, is what has people up in arms a little bit. Uh, which is why they're signing a fucking useless online petition. He does have... A huge square head, which is perfect for the visualization of Batman because it's basically you can save like because Christian Bale's head in the Batman suit. He has kind of like a pinhead. So Batman looks stupid because his his head was all like oval and small, whereas Ben Affleck was a great Batman because he also has a huge head. So you have this Big square jaw coming out, and then the cowl goes straight up on the sides into the ears. Whereas Christian Bale, the sides of the mask were all rounded, and it looked all awkward. So James Pattinson will be good because his head's fucking gigantic. Robert Pattinson, sorry. (laughs) Will be great. I'm just curious what James Pattinson looks like. To see if this dude could ever say (laughs) Wait, that's a... Oh, he's a baseball player. Australian cricketer. Oh. You're thinking James James Patterson Uh, is the author. Oh, man, imagine this dude is Batman. That would be great. He'd be an all right Alfred. He would be. I was thinking. Look at that. Who's Alfred now? Oh, let's find out. Who's the last one? Michael Keaton? No, not Michael Keaton. Um, Michael Caine. Is he still alive? Mm, that's a great question. I feel like no, Michael Caine's still alive. Did they say who the? Because if you get a new Batman, eventually you're gonna have to get a new Michael Caine, right? Because Michael Caine's been Alfred since the Christian Bale movies, right? Who was Alfred before that? What are you googling? <clears throat> Uh, the director. Oh, the director of the Batman movies? Is Matt Reeves, who I was like, I think he was the guy who directed Cloverfield. And he is the guy oh, who directed Cloverfield. Dope. So, uh, um, this gives me high promise for this because now maybe they'll do a fucking sweet Batman villain who is like not just a guy who's like the Joker or whatever, who was great, but is just like, hey, I'm a crazy guy. Maybe they'll get into the monster villains. Like, do a kill a croc or a sand, or was it? I guess Clayface. Oh, Clayface would be dope. Clayface would be so sweet, but it would kind of be like Spider Man 3 where they had the Sandman. Okay, let's talk about this. Did they announce who the villain's gonna be? No. Which villain the do you speculation. see the most? Besides, obviously, Clayface. Well, Clayface? Yeah. Uh, I guess they already did. Bane. Yeah. In Dark Knight Rises? No. Whatever the last one was. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they did him. So they've done Bane. Did they do the Vulture? Oh, no, wait. The Vulture was Spider-Man. They did Bane. They've done Joker a bunch of times. They did Scarecrow a bit. 
but they kind of underplay used him. They did two faced a couple times. They did. They've done two faced twice, right? There was yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, and there Tommy was, Lee uh, Jones was awesome. Uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. What is that guy's name? And he kind of just got cut out of the movie because Heath Ledger died, and they're like, "Well, let's just up all the scenes that Heath Ledger was in and put more Joker content in this movie, and just kind of like." Snip away Clay or uh, Two Face and um, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, Thank Aaron you. Eckhart. Uh, who do we got here? Penguin. I don't think anyone will ever top Danny DeVito as no, the Penguin. It's that was the ultimate. Yeah, Riddler. I could stand. Uh, Jim Carrey was a great Riddler. Nah, I don't know. He man. wasn't a great bad guy, but for the movies at the time and how ridiculous the Riddler is as a character. Poison Ivy. We've done Scarecrow. We've done Mister Freeze. We've done. Harley Quinn we've done. Killer, Killer, Croc Killer Croc was in Suicide Squad. The fuck is Jason Todd? Uh, probably just like That's pretty badass. an evil version of him. Oh, now it's now it's all like the guys we've never heard of. That Deathstroke is pretty dope, actually. I would I would go for uh Yeah. But that's in Suicide Squad territory again. So you don't want to kind of overuse the characters. I think they gotta come out with someone fresh. Like They're not some, gonna do that. Deadshot would be good. Yeah. Wait, was Deadshot in Suicide Squad? Yeah, that was who Will Smith played. Okay. Dude, Mad Hatter could be good. Oh, Solomon Grundy would be great. Oh, if they use the Ventriloquist, I'm going to veto this movie. I hate that guy. He's just like, hey, look, I got this dummy that talks. And you're like, wait, is the guy talking or is the dummy talking? And that's the whole cornerstone of the guy's character. Black Mask. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, they're making a new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. If you're mad about it, make sure you sign an online petition and also fuck yourself. Yeah. Sorry, was that too far? (laughs) No, I think if you're the type of person who hates the casting of Robert Pattinson enough to actually do something about it, then you're probably annoying in all aspects of your life. You're allowed to hate Robert Pattinson. I mean, Twilight was a terrible movie, a series even, and it kind of ruined Pattinson in my mind almost forever. I haven't really watched anything to make up for it, but I'm not actually going to go out and sign a petition. I will make 20 minutes of a podcast saying my opinion of it. I just don't know why people get so invested in like these things. Because they're people, Derek. They need to care about something because they don't have something... like. They just want to be part of something that's bigger than themselves. Like this whole Game of Thrones thing. Like nobody actually cares that much about Game of Thrones because there's so much content out there. You're going to forget about Game of Thrones in a week. But it's just the fact that everybody else hates it. So if I show I hate it, I get to be part of the bigger group. And then it kind of just makes my life less boring as a whole. Yeah, but there's so many better things to like connect with people about or over. Maybe liking similar things instead of disliking similar things. Yeah, but if you like something, you're attaching yourself to that emotionally. But if you hate it, it's kind of like – it's a lot easier to hate everything because that way your opinions don't come into call. Because if you say you love the Game of Thrones trailer, then everybody assumes and starts like attaching what you like to stuff that's like the Game of Thrones ending – but if you say you hate the Game of Thrones ending, then it just ends there because nobody knows what you like or what you're invested in because they only know you hate that one thing. But as soon as you start saying you like stuff, like if I say I like Wild Wild West, 
the old movie with Will Smith, which I do love, everybody's going to be like, well, if you like that movie, you obviously like other shitty, cheesy movies from the 90s, which I do. But if you say, I hate Wild Wild West, nobody's going to know what other types of likes you're into because it just stops kind of like the train. Does that make sense? I guess is that you're still not making an objective argument for why that's better than... No, it's easier for people to say that. I'm not saying it's better to say you hate stuff. It's just easier to say you hate stuff and not say you like stuff and put yourself kind of in the open to take heat, like to take um, criticism about your likes. Like if you say you hate stuff and you eventually keep saying you hate stuff, then people are like, oh, you just want to – be a contrarian and say you hate stuff that people like. But for to get to that point, you have to say you hate a whole bunch of stuff for people to grasp that general idea. Right. Okay. Well, I've already lost interest and it's probably time for a break. So we're going to do that. Let's do that. And then we'll come back and talk about more things that maybe make more sense for people to get upset about. Yeah. Actual real life stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Three-Eyed Raven. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this uh, special episode of... I promise we're not going to talk about Game of Thrones anymore, but I just like doing that voice so much because I just want people to think that character's as lame as I think he is. Or are we going to talk about Game of Thrones some more? Was was there abortion in Game of Thrones? Very, very late term in that they murdered... Child, like actual people. children. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> adults too, I guess. This, like a 12th yeah. trimester abortion. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because usually... This is never funny. This is not a funny talk. No, okay, not funny, <laughs> haha, funny, like, oh, that's weird. Because usually when me and Derek talk about issues involving women, people, our fans and listeners tell us how wrong we are and tell us to stop talking about how we would solve women's issues. But... This week, people want us to talk about abortion. Like, we touched on it last week because Georgia had passed the... Fetal heartbeat bill. Yeah, the fetal heartbeat bill, which basically means once the fetus has a heartbeat, it's considered a human and you're not allowed to kill it anymore. And usually that's four to six weeks. And then Alabama passed a law. I don't know if it's a law or is it that thing that's... Oh, we talked about they signed it. They signed it into into law. Yeah, the governor signed it into law this week. uh, To I I think uh, southern or conservative states are basically all involved in this game of one-upmanship to see uh, who can strip women of their rights the fastest. Yeah, and it's like it's fucked because Alabama's like, yeah, there's no more abortions, and they only have one thing, one excuse to get an abortion, and that's like basically if the mom is going to die from carrying the baby to term, then you can have an abortion. And that is the only exemption. Yeah. So the next logical step is probably fucking Mississippi or something is going to introduce a bill uh, for mandatory pregnancies where you just get to like men can point at a woman (laughs) and decide they want to impregnate her. And then uh, she has to be made pregnant by law and carry the baby to term. It's funny you mentioned Mississippi because they also signed the heartbeat. <laughs> they also signed the heartbeat bill, which will go into effect July nineteenth. So 
I know how much you guys like when I force myself to do a little research and then I try to read stuff and then you actually get to tell how illiterate I am. Well, what I did was I was like, it just seemed like this was all happening at once and it was confusing. So I we went. Did, we did cover a lot of these last week as well. Did we? Were you present for that conversation? I probably <laughs> as was. my podcast co I was just, I just found out exactly what each state is doing. Walk us through it, Dale. Okay, so Alabama, we talked about, has an outright ban. The funny thing, sorry to use that wrongly again. That's fine. The terrible thing about the Alabama bill is if they catch a doctor giving an illegal abortion, they go to jail for 99 years. And again, all abortions are illegal uh, unless, what, the mother is going to die? The mother is in mortal danger, Okay, which seems a little heavy-handed. Uh, Georgia, which is the one we talked about last week, passed the... Uh, well, what they did was they moved it back. It used to be 20 weeks was the cutoff for abortions, and now it's six weeks. Ohio has the heartbeat bill, which are the heartbeat bill, and that's going to come into effect in July. But right now, the ACLU has filed a lawsuit against that bill. So I guess that's kind of in the course to see what would happen. As I mentioned before, Mississippi has the heartbeat bill, which is going to come into effect July 19th. Kentucky and Iowa both signed a heartbeat bill, and that is also being challenged in federal court. Utah and Arkansas, I guess in comparison to the other ones, this uh kind of lenient because they have it at 18 weeks. But um, the thing that also they've, they're signing is there's the uh, – Tennessee, Kentucky, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Dakota, and South Dakota all have these laws in place that these current ones, it's kind of like this fucking weird thing where the ones I mentioned that the ACLU is challenging it at the federal level, if they fail and Roe versus Wade gets overturned, then that list of states I just mentioned are all going to just outright ban abortion because they have... I can't I can't remember what it's called, but it's like some like special contingency plan where if Roe versus Wade fails, abortion just becomes illegal. I'm sure. Well, if if uh, uh, if it's overturned, abortion will be made illegal at the federal level, most likely, and it will be illegal. I don't know if this is a state's rights thing where they like allow states to decide, but I could easily see mm-hmm. um, if there's a Republican controlled. Uh, House and Senate and a Republican president, they could easily sign uh, sign a, a federal bill into law uh, making abortion illegal, which yeah. is definitely possible. I, I will say that, like, right now, people are getting really upset about this, justifiably so. Yeah. Um, it's, it is a full-out assault on women's rights, but as it currently stands right now, abortion is still legal in all Except Alabama. Even in Alabama, though. Like, if you if you get an abortion in Alabama and you charge, you're charged under this law, yeah. you appeal that to the next level up. And as soon as you get to a federal court, a federal court is going to look at the federal precedent and they're going to throw it out. Like, I'm looking here um, in, uh, in Iowa, uh, Republican Governor Kim Reynolds signed a heartbeat legislation in May 2018, but a state... This wasn't even a federal judge. This was a state judge struck down the law this January. Um, what's, uh, 
Utah passed a law that bans abortion after 18 weeks, but the law was blocked by a federal judge uh, in April. Uh, Kentucky passed a heartbeat bill in March, but a federal judge stopped it from being enforced. Uh, so basically, the the current law of the land is uh, Roe versus Wade. Yeah. And as long as that exists, all you have to do, if you're charged under one of these really restrictive abortion bills in one of these states, all you yeah. have to do is appeal it until it gets to a court that sits at a federal level or sometimes even a state level if you have a judge that isn't a shit for brains moron and knows how to interpret precedent. Yeah. Uh, and the case will be dismissed, at least for now. Um, but this is all very much building up to uh, the Supreme Court to, to the Supreme Court and giving them the opportunity to overturn it. And I think if you have more liberal minded judges um, yeah. serving, they are going to do their best to throw the cases out before they can be. I don't really know how that works. Like if they dismiss a yeah. case or they throw it out, if it can still be appealed and brought before the Supreme Court. So I think liberal judges are maybe trying to block that at any opportunity they get. But uh this is definitely this is going to shake out. Uh, eh, I don't know if it'll shake out before the next presidential election, but it's definitely uh, going to be something that's happening within yeah, the next and, like, two years. Which is good because that still gives people time to voice their concern. And this is the one time where I'm going to tell people all this outrage you're voicing on the Internet. Definitely keep doing that because this is a situation. But. I guess you got to go old school and actually talk to your elected official, whoever is. How's it work down there? Like, because up, up here we have MLAs, which is every like township or whatever has like an elected. Yeah, so it's the same down there. They have uh, they okay. have districts and then so electoral districts and then electoral districts. You have your uh, um, senators. Okay, yeah. So talk to your like. Right. It's so annoying because I feel like you have to send an actual letter. You can't just tweet at your senator and be like, yo, this is bullshit. Just write them like an email or something that is quantifiable. Like if someone gets like – like if say a senator gets a tweet at him saying this is bullshit and then it gets 65 retweets, that's not going to hold as much weight as 65 emails saying – we don't agree with this. You're our elected official. Represent us properly. Even that, like politicians, particularly in the United States, don't give a fuck anymore. They're they're yeah. not there. They no longer care what their constituents want. They care about uh, towing the party line and yeah. doing. So you can write all the emails you want. You can write all the letters you want. Those don't fucking matter. What you should yeah. be doing: express your outrage online, but also. Um, Donate money and time to organizations that uh, are pro-choice or pro-women's rights. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, you know, donate money to uh, legal organizations like the ACLU or the, well, probably ACLU is one that, that first comes to mind. Uh, donate your money and time to, like, Planned mm -hmm. Parenthood uh, or organizations of those kind. Don't just, like... There's a lot of people getting mad online, and that's good. Voice your opinion, but there's a lot more shit you can be doing that'll have much more dramatic real-world effects than just, like, yelling about stuff on Twitter. Yeah, and, and like, another thing that's ever prevalent in today's society is you have to vote with your wallet, like Derek said. Donate to these nonprofit organizations, or if you really want to, you can... Um, 
kind of oh, fuck. You could stop supporting the things that would benefit like the companies and like Georgia has is called the Hollywood of the South because and I think it was like 2003 they started all these tax breaks so all this stuff is being filmed there so if all the stuff that's being filmed there starts to lose audience members and lose making money then maybe somehow it'll affect this but the bad news is most of the Marvel movies are filmed there and the uh, Avengers End if Avengers Endgame is any kind of clue as to what's going to happen people are still going to watch these movies because that yes, movie's 100% I think it's now the highest grossing movie ever made and yeah, I lost my train of thought another thing to remember too like Derek said this isn't about like politicians caring about their constituents and what they want it's more like towing the party line and one thing to remember is these people like because in Georgia the vote passed at 19 voted for the new abortion legislation and only six voted against it. So it's it's kind of weird to think about, but it's like the senators and the elected officials who are voting this stuff in might not even be pro-life. They just this is just the one topic you can point to as being right wing versus left wing and if you're pro-choice, you're left-wing, and if you're pro-life, you're right-wing. So a lot of like these senators and stuff will be like, I'm right-wing, I'm voting for I think there, pro-life. There are a lot of like people who identify as right-wing, but more on the like libertarian angle of right-wing. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing about libertarianism is that the government doesn't have a right to mandate what people do. Yeah. The government is there to like administrate and like, you know pretty much handle like the the logistics of running a country yeah but they shouldn't be throwing down laws so i know i know a lot of people who would identify as right wing but they would not identify as people who wanted to strip the the right to choose from a from a woman yeah Um, those those people are more like a fiscal right wing and like a moral left wing. Yeah, which also all this shit is coming at an enormous fucking cost to like the court system, the legal yeah. system, just like having to pass these laws that that all these fuckers know. This is like legislative virtue signaling. This is yeah. a bunch of fucking people getting together, basically being like, we want the world to know that we are strongly anti-abortion. <laughs> yeah. And but that's it, because they know courts will toss it out right now. And it's just like burning a ton of state and, and federal fucking resources that could be applied to anything else. Like the United States is the world's most at least like uh, governmentally is, is the world's most absurd shit show right now. And it's just insane the amount of money that is being wasted over all this, like, posturing bullshit on yeah. a ton of issues. Like, you look at the fucking wall. You look at the anti-abortion thing. You look at uh, the fucking tariffs, which I think we're going to get into next. Yeah. Like, all the trade wars they're trying to start. And it's actually mind-boggling that a country that doesn't provide, like, basic health care to its citizens and loses its shit over... Uh, the mere suggestion that like, hey, maybe we invest some money in the people who live in this country instead of throwing it at defense contractors uh, and fucking, you know, 
government officials. Yeah. Uh, maybe if we did that, we'd have a better off country and everyone just like loses their shit. But they're they're literally like lighting money on fire doing this. And it's insane to watch. Yeah. And even long term, if this somehow stops people from having abortions, this is lighting more money on fire because these women who might have the abortion today and who can't are going to probably be raising a child that they didn't want in a financial situation that they're not ready for, like they're single moms or they don't have a good enough job. So they're going to end up having to turn to like the welfare system and food stamps. And this is all stuff that the right wing are hugely against. So it's going to cost them more money as you go along to, for all these support groups for these young mothers. Well, yeah, I think it's more um, – it's it's more that they don't give a fuck about poor people, right? So if yeah. you like – if you remove the right to have an abortion, mm-hmm. you'll be able to keep poor people poor. And yeah. then if you remove uh, the – you know uh, – any social security programs that exist, those poor people can just fuck off and starve and die. Yeah. And then, uh, there's more for the rich people to take. So why wouldn't they want that? I guess. Yeah. Because this is kind of like, remember that whole NWO conspiracy where they're trying to get like, basically cut the population down so that they rich would have more in that way. This is kind of the opposite of that. But remember how last week I was saying this was a conspiracy by Big Pharma and it's because they want to sell more Plan B pills? I figured out another conspiracy that this might be part of because who joins the U.S. military more than poor white people who don't have a way out? So they're trying – like all these states that are in the south are pro-military. So if you're – Oh, all the states everywhere are pro-military. Yeah. But they're especially pro-military. So all these people who have to grow up poor now because their mothers weren't given the choice are going to more likely turn to the military to kind of pay for their college and give them a livelihood and something to kind of get them out of the poverty short term. So I feel like... Well, that's essentially how the U.S. feeds their military, right? Yeah, like, and this is a way... That in 18 years or so, they're going to try juice up their military numbers because all these people are born who weren't planned for and they're poor. So they got to get out. Eh? You got Yeah. The, the one hitch in that plan. And it's a good plan. And it yeah. makes sense is that you have to make sure that those kids don't like starve or turn to gang violence oh, or crime. True. Before they hit the age where they could join the military and a disproportionate number of poor people starve to death and turn to crime or just like die as a result of crime. That is true. Before they can enlist in military service. And I doubt the Republicans are, like I said before, are going to up their social fiscal support to get these kids to the age of 18. What they'll probably do, which is probably smarter, Mm -hmm. is just lower... The age you need to be. Yeah. So you can give an eight-year-old kid a gun and have him join the army. Be like, yo, you want to care for your family, eight-year-old child? Put away the Pokemon. 
Here's an AK-47. <laughs> We're going to teach you to shoot brown people. Yeah. Or Chinese people, if it comes to that. Or even other white people in Russia. Yeah, that's well, true. We don't know who we're going to be fighting in 18 years. Well, I mean, you and I personally know who you and I personally will be fighting, and that's no one. Because we are bitches, and we will absolutely not. What? Well, we're already we gonna- too old to join the military, so we can... Just say how bad the military is right now. Yeah, it's even, awful. Even I hate if it. they were like, oh, you guys want to say something about it? Go join the military. We're like, uh, I'm almost 40. Be like, yeah, yeah. I, I tried, but they uh, turned me down on the account of my gout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, sorry, all of all of our military cuisine has uh, lots of salt in it. So your ankle's just going to hurt too much to march. Hey, speaking of salt, how are you after that Tasty Cakes? Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. Tasty Cakes. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, there's a video on Facebook where Dale and uh, my son Noah and myself eat $40 worth of baked goods from Philadelphia. And it was probably the most damaging thing I've done uh, to my body. Like I said in that video, air quotes baked goods because it's like the same as like Hostess, like Joe Louis cakes. And there was no like Twinkie thing, but they're like I'm sure they have pies a and I'm stuff I'm sure they like have a that. Twinkie equivalent. Well, but we didn't eat a Twinkie equivalent. But what were, they're like, what are those? Confectionaries? Is that what those are called? Sure. Let's, let's call them that. candy. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, I was also going to say back to the military thing. I think what they can do is the states can start these like – it's kind of like the equivalent of a mi- private school, but it's a military school. I know they have military schools now. They do. But they could do this thing where it's like send your kid to the military and we'll adopt them and then you just have full reign on making soldiers from kids on up. Yeah, ISIS does that and it's worked out really fucking well for them. Yeah, so. I mean they have a very low soldier – Numbers, but they're pretty effective at what they do. Yeah, and they're like, trained from birth to, you know, kill your enemies. So mm-hmm. isn't that all anyone wants, really? Uh, I will give, so there are a number of, uh, I Googled it here, pro-choice organizations in the United States, uh, Center for Reproductive Rights. Uh, what else do we have here? Feminist Abortion Network, the Jane Collective, uh, National Abortion Federation, National Coalition of Abortion Providers, the National Organization for Women, Planned Parenthood, uh, Women's Health Action and Mobilization. These are but a few organizations you can donate your money or time to. I would encourage you, if you're listening to this, go make a donation to one of them right now. And the best part about donating stuff is like every time I go and pay for my groceries, it's like, do you want to pay... $2 for the Miracle Kids Network, and you hit yes, and then you get to feel good about yourself. So every time you give money, like if you're just shouting into the void, which is the internet, and it's not really going to do anything, but you can give money, and then you could shout and be like, I did something, I'm a good person, I gave real money to this organization, and then you just bask in the good karma. You, being a good person. The weird thing is, is that talking about how you feel about issues online has the same effect in like the reward center of your brain as actually fucking doing something, which is why we have so many people now just being like, I care about this thing on the internet and then well, doing yeah, nothing that's, else. That's why vir- people virtue single. Like we always, we thought at first that virtue signaling was people being like, yo, I'm a good person. So everybody's like, oh, that guy's a good person. We should leave him alone because nobody believes that. People do that to convince themselves. Like if me and Derek are like, yo, we're good people because we believe this. It doesn't matter if you hear that. Tell us you believe it because we like Derek said, we've already got like 
the singles in our brain or whatever telling us that we're good and we already got a rush going. Yeah, I'm high as hell right now. I just named like eight organizations other people who aren't me could donate money to. Yeah. And I'm like, I did a good deed today. Exactly. I had a podcast. Yeah. And if you guys donate money, just put our name on there so we can feel good too. Yeah. Be like in in memoriam for... (laughs) Well, I don't want anybody to die, but in care of or... On behalf, on behalf of, on behalf of, yeah, our H Factory. Please yeah. sign our names to all your donations, and while you're making donations, hit up our Patreon account <laughs> and throw some money our way in our courageous fight against these, uh, you know, fucking Republicans. You know what we should do? Uh, I noticed other podcasts. They're like, if you give us money for Patreon, we'll actually give you something. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Oh, that's oh, did say. you want to do that? I was gonna say if you give a, to our Patreon. Uh, We'll give you stickers. Yeah, but if we give you... Stickers cost us money, and then that's less money for us. Yeah, but I kind of want to make them anyway because I like stickers. Well, don't tell them that because if they know you're going to make them anyway, they're not going to give us money. They're going to wait until you're just like, hey, I designed these stickers I'm really (laughs) proud of. Would you like them for free? And then they'll take the stickers. Well, this time... I won't give them for free. You'll have to give me money. For some exclusive Outrage Factory uh, Dale DeRuder design stickers, please hit up our Patreon. Or if you send us a screenshot of you donating to one of these uh, pro-choice organizations or the ACLU, we'll send you some stickers. Oh, man. That makes us such good people. We're really good people. That is such a good idea, Derek. I mean, I'm the best person here because what I just did is volunteered Dale to give his time to make stickers. And I volunteered your money to these organizations. And I just had to sit here and talk into a microphone. And I am the best person alive. Hey, Derek. Not everybody could talk as good as us. That's true. So what you're doing <laughs> is actually putting in effort. We're using the platform we were given. Because if everybody could talk as smooth, well, I forget words all the time, so you're a better talker <laughs> than me. If everybody words all the time. could talk even as good as me, everybody would have a podcast. And not everybody does, almost, just almost, every other person almost, does. Yeah, okay. So like half the population 50, could talk 50%. as good as us, but not all of them. <laughs> So we're actually doing something. We're doing something. Outrage. Uh, that's our slogan. Outrage factory. We're, we're doing. We're doing something. Something. Couldn't something. tell you what that something is. Yeah. Hey, can we talk about this uh, Snapchat thing? Because I just thought this was like something that was right up Outrage Factory's alley. The gender swap filters on Snapchat. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like we went way one way with the Game of Thrones talk, then we went way the other way with the abortion talk. So people might have like whiplash from going to from something that doesn't matter to something that matters too much. We're gonna end on a light, lighthearted topic here. I don't know about lighthearted. Like people could get injured. What, on the Snapchat thing? Oh the gender reveal Snapchat. I thought you were talking about the Snapchat thing where those people took a picture on the train, but Oh, oh no, we can talk about that too. Yeah, let's just jump into the social media side of things. Uh, so a couple of topics here. Yeah. Uh, you have undoubtedly seen the gender swap Snapchat filters making the rounds right now. And uh, I learned I'm not an attractive woman, uh, but my girlfriend is a very handsome man. One thing that happens when everybody starts enjoying something on the internet and tells everybody about it, somebody has to come in and be a wet blanket. And that pe- person who is a – so what's happening is everybody's all like, ha, 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 I would have made a cool chick, which I don't understand why we didn't talk about this earlier because 
funny story. My girlfriend's mom used to follow me on Facebook. Oh, used to. This does sound like a funny story. And remember how Facebook had the gender swap little app you could do on Facebook? I think it was like six months ago to a year ago. Sure. I made a, I made a girl version of me. And then I said, I'd fuck me. And apparently <laughs> that was too much for my girlfriend's mom because she pulled out and didn't follow me on Facebook anymore. Which I didn't find out she followed me really until that point. And I was kind of relieved that she stopped following me because, I don't know, for some reason, having my girlfriend's parents follow me on social media is a little kind of scary because I don't want them to, like, actually see Know anything about you? (laughs) Yeah, and see how dumb and stupid all the shit I talk about actually is. So, yeah, so what's been happening was... Everybody's posting memes of being like, oh, I'd make a pretty hot chick or look at this. If I could date the other ver- or like, oh, I look like my brother or oh, I look like my sister. <clears throat> and yeah, so the what, what are you doing? I'm trying to find the picture of me as a woman just to show you how grotesque. I will show you. I did it to Noah and it was the funniest. Look at this I'm like that's actually what Noah's gonna look like as a uh, as a man. And Did was- you just switch him to a man face from his face, or is that like an age picture? No, like I put the man filter on Noah's face in Snapchat. He looks like Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> he does a little bit. Yeah, that is uh, hilarious. And then that's Noah as a girl. Oh wow, uh, it was hilarious. I am not an attractive woman, and I would most definitely not fuck me. So uh, if my girlfriend's parents happen to be listening to this podcast, first of all, I'm very sorry. Second of all, we can be friends on Facebook because I would not fuck myself. Yeah, and if. Your girlfriend's parents listen to this podcast. Don't follow me <laughs> because this podcast is just the tip of the iceberg. And it, it doesn't so get so much worse. It doesn't get cleaner or more wholesome the deeper you go. So it's just much darker and dankier. It's like a butthole. It's like you think, yeah, the worst is on the surface, but the the more you dig in, yeah, it's like in two thousand one, a space odyssey. I'm not full of stars. I'm just full of dick jokes and poop. Anyway, there's these Snapchat filters. Uh, transgender person is upset probably because they were like, oh, if I just wanted to see myself as the opposite sex, I could have waited for this Snapchat filter instead of years of hormone therapy and surgery. Sorry about that. Um, uh, her direct quote was, my gender isn't a costume and this belittles how much work I had to go through to become the other sex. Which person, I thought you were doing this because you felt like you were the opposite sex on the inside, not as some sort of trophy to wear on your sleeve about the trials and tribulations you went through. Wow, Dale, that's just part of the human experience now. You gotta, nobody yeah. goes through an experience just to like, go through the experience. Do it. You gotta talk yeah. about how you've suffered so much to get to where you are. Yeah. Uh, Although, flip side of that, some argue that the filter uh, could be a therapeutic tool that leads to self-discovery and even helps ease the transition of people struggling with gender identity once they see who they could become. Which I learned about myself. I have no desire to be a woman because the woman I would be, very unattractive. I have a question. Yes, Dale. Say I make a picture of the girl version of me and I jerk off to that picture. Is that weird or is that just... 
masturbating. Is it incest to fuck yourself? Oh, that's a good question. I'd say no. I'd say it's like a paradox, the, the incest paradox. Because if it's yourself, it can't be your brother because it's you. Okay. To expound on that idea, yeah. time travel is real. Yeah. If you go back in time yeah. and you literally fuck a version of yourself, Wait, is that incest? How far back? Like five days. No, it's not incest. A year. No. Five years. No. It's, it's not incest. <laughs> It'll eventually become pedophilia. If you yeah, you, we, we don't go back too far. But I don't feel like it's incest because... Hmm. Maybe, maybe it is incest. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. It is incest. I'm going to say it would be because... So... Although you couldn't impregnate yourself because it would also be a dude. But if you could somehow impregnate an older gender swap version of, or a future gender swap version of yourself, yeah, that baby would have some messed up shit going on with its chromosomes. Or would it be a superhero? Ooh, also interesting. Would that be the next step? Maybe that's what aliens are. Maybe aliens <laughs> are the future gender neutral versions of our race. And they come back and they're probing our buttholes to stick inter- intergender, like boy and girl babies, inside of us so that, like, that's why, and that's also why they abduct us more than once because they'll come back and they'll, like, probe your butthole and they'll stick, like, alien baby maker stuff in there. Like, not with their penis because they're not. That would be weird. Also, I think they're asexual at that point because of all the inbreeding. Because they're gender neutral. So they come back and they stick their gender neutral genes and DNA inside of you. And then they come back like two weeks later after like their DNA is intermingled with your DNA. And then they go back to the future and then they make super people. I've solved it. Can we do the next thing that you wanted to talk about, please? I, I don't the, remember what it was. The bridge, the bridge kissers or whatever. Oh, yeah. So these people on, I guess it's Instagram. They're like, I guess they're influencers because they have like 200,000 followers or. Yeah, that's that's influencer territory, baby. Whatever. I just like, so they took this picture of the guy, the guy and the girl, the guy's hanging out of the train and with one hand he's Oh, hanging. was it a train? I thought it was a bridge. No, they're on a bridge. On a train. So he's hanging from the uh, rail car, holding on to the rail with, or holding on to the train with one hand. She's sitting on his kind of like, and he's like leaned way out and she's straddling him and holding with both of her arms and kissing. Sri Lanka is where the picture was taken for any copycats out there. Yeah. And they're hanging out the side and then everybody's freaking out because they're saying how dangerous it is and people are going to copycat them and they're going to fall off the um, train and then they're going to die. I take offense. Well, there's already copycats. Because the couple said that they are in perpetual honeymoon phase because all they do is travel around the world and take pictures of themselves being in love for their Instagram and people love it. People do love it. I just turned into an old man. I think it's cute. I understand why old people hate young people. I would 100% do that. Because of this. 100% do that if I could. A lot of people, so you get to make a living traveling the world. And wait, 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 wait. 
I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't get to do it. Oh, so you're angry about that. That's why I'm okay. like, I got it. Every time someone's like, I make enough money to live and I don't have to go to a day a daily job where I have to go actually make money at a job. I hate them because I have to go to a job and make money. Yeah. It's like, oh, what do you do for a living? Well, I travel to really cool places around the world and smooch my girlfriend and that yeah. just pays for everything. Which would be amazing. Yeah. Although traveling full full disclosure here, traveling with your girlfriend can sometimes be work. But I guess that might be because I'm not in the perpetual honeymoon phase. Yeah. Maybe if you traveled more, you would be. Maybe I'm just bitter because my dream has always been to take photos of whatever I want and people just give me money. Well, so here's the deal. Yeah. Kate and I yeah. are going to be Instagram influencers. How are where, we going to do that? What do you mean, how are we going to do that? How do you just get to be an influencer? Well, you po- you go post pictures of yourself doing risky shit in really cool places, oh, and yeah. then people follow you, and then you turn that into money somehow. Yeah. So we'll hire you as our personal oh, photographer. I'll be the third wheel who takes the picture of you guys on the train smooching. Yeah. And since you can't go to Sri Lanka and take a picture of yourself smooching on the train... Without a photographer. Well, actually, that's a good point because somebody took this picture and it wasn't them. They said they just gave it to some random person. They gave their phone to some random person and they took it. But we can't have that. You got to have your own professional photographer. Yeah. And that's you, buddy. That's you. I've seen your pictures of leaves and or flowers and there is no one. Don't forget all those pictures I take about moss on wood, which I don't know why, but that's my favorite thing to take pictures of. It's like a little, it's like a, just a little tiny universe. Every <laughs> time ecosystem. you get real close in there and you have like this old rotting wood and then you have like this little moss and these little mushrooms, they look like little trees and it looks like maybe there's a little village of like little forest people who live there. And that's my favorite thing to take pictures of. And nobody wants to give me money for that. So F these people on this stupid train because I can't make money taking pictures of moss. Bottom line. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. I'm pretty confident that if me, you, and Kate went traveling anywhere, yeah. my relationship would last about a day before Kate was like, these guys are fucking idiots. I'm out of here. And no, you no, stop no. back to Philadelphia. This is what would happen. I would say stuff like this. I would talk like we do on the podcast. And all you'd have to do is show a little restraint and be like, throw out the deal that's ridiculous every once in a while. Dale, it's just moss. By sheer comparison, (laughs) you would look like a balanced, level-headed, mature adult, and she would love you more until the point where she was like, yo, we got to get rid of Dale. And you'd be like, we can't. He's he's part of the trio. Who's going to take our photographs? How are we going to influence? And she'll be like some random guy on the train. And you'll be like, all right, Dale, see you later. Uh, so yeah, in conclusion, Instagram influencers, keep doing what you're doing. Spread that love. I appreciate it. Dale's just mad. Uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to hate you forever and <laughs> I'm not going to stop being bitter because I have a job. And I mean, if somebody wants to just give me money to be an Instagram influencer, maybe I'll start defending in- Instagram influencers. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more story that I wanted to cover really quickly. Uh, Tadeel Jackson sent this one in uh, through the mailbag. Uh, Do you see this? The Kelowna. Oh, yeah. Kelowna. I totally forgot about this. Yeah. So there's some lesbians kissing on the beach in Kelowna. So 
If you're not familiar with Kelowna, BC, it is this town that you figure is super enlightened and woken because it's it's paradise. So it's like it's a city. Yeah. There's like a hundred something thousand people that live there, but it's a city that's located in the interior of British Columbia, which yeah. is very conservative. Yeah. And all the people in British Columbia who aren't conservative, who are kind of weird, kind of left wing, open minded, they all move to Vancouver. Yes. And they just leave behind these pockets of hillbillies. Like in Kelowna, you have rednecks, which are kind of like beach culture rednecks because it's a lake city. So everybody's all like, yo, summertime for days, what's up? And they like have this weird thing where they're pretending they live in California and they want to have like this surf culture influence on their life, but they're actually still giant rednecks. So there was a couple and they were on the beach in Kelowna and they were smooching and there were two girls. And then what you would think happened actually happened where uh, some shitty mom who had her kids at the beach was like, can you stop kissing your, you're ruining my kids' lives. So what she actually said, so this is funny. Yeah. She said, can I ask you to please not show your privates in front of my children? And then. Wait, they. Started with their shirts on, didn't they? So they started with their shirts on. She said privates. And then she was like, hi, I see you're in a relationship. Congratulations. I noticed you were kissing and that's fine. But my children's are here. My children are here and they've just seen your nipples. Question. Are nipples privates? Go. No. No, they are absolutely fucking not privates. And this is the main Privates point. are genitals. Yeah. This is the main point that we have to have up repeatedly. That it is not illegal for women to take off their shirts in BC. I'm not sure about everywhere else, but women fought for that right, and because they're like, "Oh, men get to take off their shirts. Why can't we?" And then guys like me are like, "Yeah, why can't the girls take off their shirts? There's nothing wrong with that." And the like BC Supreme Court was like, "Oh yeah, there is no point. Women, tardies off." So now, so then what like, happened? What do you mean, guys like you? Guys like me. Who are on the forefront fighting for women's rights to show their breasts in public. Are you sexualizing breasts, Dale? No. I'm saying women <laughs> should definitely have the right to show their tatas whenever they want. So what happened after this woman's complaint is that the two lesbians who were kissing just like popped their tits out completely. Which is amazing and the perfect response. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, oh yeah? And then they snap their fingers and rip their shirts off. And then... The family's husband came over. I don't know. It, it escalated, needless to say. Oh, and then the mo- the best part is the mom called the police, said what was happening, and the police were like, actually, that's not against the law. We are not going to yeah. respond to this call. Right here. It says. Please uh, deal with it yourself. Uh, well, Sanko said RCMP would not attend her call for assistance because being topless in Kelowna is not a crime. Boom. Yeah. I mean, for now, until, like, the shitty states in the southern U.S. make it illegal for women to take their shirts off in public. I mean, I think if the shitty states in the southern U.S. get their way, they'll just make it illegal to be a woman. That would kind of be shitty. Like, we'll just, like, they'll have women, but they'll be incubated in special breeding chambers and never allowed to leave. And their sole 
purpose will be yeah. to accept the seed as a man of a man, yeah. carry it to term, birth a baby, uh, and they'll essentially be like baby assembly lines versus. In the absolute highest twist of irony, all these super um, racist, like xenophobic rednecks in the southern U.S. will insist that their women start wearing burkas. Huh? Huh? I can see it. That would be horribly ironic. It actually wouldn't be that ironic because you think that like a logic uh, and we talked about this. This is just like going back over a couple episodes. Like yeah. all this shit stems from the same religious fundamentalism and like backwards ass attitudes towards women. Like whether you're like fundamentalist Christian or fundamentalist Muslim. Yeah. You do not perceive women in the like healthiest, most fully realized way. <laughs> so that's probably going to be some parallels in how you treat them. It all boils down to one simple fact. If there were no societal laws, women would control men with their sexuality because men are idiots. We'll, we have, Half the choices we make in life are just to get women to notice us and maybe like us enough to get have sex. Somehow, men spent 3,000 years or however convincing women that men had the power and that they should try to woo us over and like – I don't know how they did it. But it's a hair away from crumbling down around Yeah, us. and once that power structure is gone, oh. like, good fucking luck. And I think that's why dudes are scrambling so hard yeah. right now. They're like, we have to, like, legislate women uh, back 50 years because mm-hmm. if we don't do this, the next time I have a sex scandal and fuck my secretary yeah. uh, because I am weak and have no self-control whatsoever uh, and get her pregnant. Yeah, that's that's going to be a problem. It'll go further than that. It'll be like the next time I want to have a sex scandal, but my secretary is empowered and doesn't feel like she's powerless in the face of my perceived financial power so that she tries to have. So she wants to have sex with me. Your secretary will just not have sex with you and then it'll be parties over. I mean, I think in a lot of these situations, the secretary does want to have sex. Like, you look at the Monica Lewinsky-Bill Clinton thing, which, like, Bill Clinton was the most powerful man in the world. Yeah. Uh, I think Monica Lewinsky, like, did... Enjoy uh, having sex with Bill Clinton. But that's because the whole patriarchy shroud was already in place. And Monica Lewinsky, who was an intern, who was looking for a way to move up the ladder, saw him maybe... He did play saxophone. He's a pretty cool cat. Maybe she was actually sexually attracted to him, but she also would have seen him as a jumping pad to move her career forward. And maybe he can pull him being a powerful man can pull strings for her. But if the patriarchy falls and women are like, we could do that where we just tell men to have sex with us and men just do it because we're more close to animals than women are. And we let our lives be ruled by sexuality way more than women do. We're going to be fucked. Are we feminists now? I don't. Nothing you said sounded remotely feminist. I thought thought that's how you become a feminist is you just say how vulnerable men are in the face of an enlightened and empowered woman. But yeah, which we are. I feel like every man should probably acknowledge that because it's the fucking truth. And I yeah. think men acknowledge that in different ways. Some say it into a microphone on a podcast. Some sign really restrictive laws into place, banning women from having abortions. You know, some men start cults. 
Which we're still doing, by the way. Back to Cult Factory. <laughs> Lost Boys. Hit us up. Lost Boys. Lost Boys. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This has been episode 89 of Outrage Factory, a podcast on the internet. As always, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. And I care about women. He does a lot. I see it all the time. I'm dating a woman, so obviously (laughs) I care about them. I have a woman as a mother and a woman as a sister. So... You got me one up there, actually. I don't have a sister. I'm living in a world of women. So you're... What's up now? You're more woke than I am, I guess. And both my grandmas are still alive. Boom. Okay, don't need to play that card, man. Just because my grandmas are dead. Oh, both of them are? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fucking dead as hell. Are your grandmas dead, but your grandpas are alive? I have one grandpa alive. Oh. See, my the men in my family die early. Like, my my one grandpa died at, like, 56. My dad died at, like, 57. My other grandpa died at 63. So you feeling your own mortality pressing down on you a little bit there? No, I just have to be nicer to the women in my family because they're going to outlive all the men. <laughs> and they're but probably, then they're also going to outlive you. <laughs> yeah. But once all the men die and they get charge of all the funds, I got to be nice to them so they give me money. I mean, I got to be nice to them because it's the right thing That's to do. That's definitely Derek. the most feminist thing I've heard you say. <laughs> hey, we're on Twitter and Facebook at Outreach Fact Pod. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts from, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. Yeah, do that. Uh, we also have a, uh, a Patreon. You could throw us a couple dollars there. And again, to reiterate our previous statement, if you donate to us or you donate to any of the organizations listed and send us a screenshot of your donation, Dale will give you some bomb-ass stickers that I'm sure he's going to go home and design tonight because I see he has a little hard-on to get drawn. Yeah, 100 percent uh and last but not least until next week stay angry Jack's reading between text.